0: I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we live and work. I would like to pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people here today. My name is Princess Kanya, aka PK the Baddest, and you are listening to Kiki with Kanya. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to my podcast. Today, I have another guest with me. I have Chloe. Hi. (laughs) I'm so excited. We've never done a podcast episode together, so I'm very, very keen. Yes, this is the first of maybe many. Yes, of many, of course. (laughs) Chloe is my longtime friend from... When? Like... Well, 13 years of age so I would say ago. yeah since like year eight which I was 13 in year eight I'm yeah sure yeah yeah that yeah, we, oh my gosh I just realized that's 10 years Jeez,
1: girl that's a <gasps> long time
0: I because I'm like wait we're 23 now that's yeah. 10 years of friendship right there yeah. right I love there. that farce
1: <laughs> we rock
0: that's solid. <laughs> Okay, before we like get into it, I have a quick fire introduction for you. Can okay. you please give us your name? I already said that. <laughs> but Chloe. your name, your name, favorite movie, and an unreasonable pet peeve that you have.
1: <laughs> an, unreasonable, like, a, an unreasonable pet peeve that other people do that annoy me?
0: Yes.
1: Okay, so my name is Chloe Manning. Hi. Um, <laughs> uh my favorite movie that's really hard to be honest I honestly I'm not crazy about like movies but what would I say my favorite one is um I don't really have a favorite movie but I have like a favorite tv series that I've watched recently that's that counts that does that count Peaky Blinders was pretty awesome
0: Okay, I've heard of that. I haven't checked it out yet
1: though. Yeah, really interesting. Like loved it. Bit like intense, but definitely good. And then my pet peeve. When people move really slowly when when I'm in a rush. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, why do you walk yeah. that fast?
0: <laughs> like, no, though.
1: seriously. Whenever I walk now with, like, lucky, like, my boyfriend and things, I'm the slowest walker. So. She's just
0: lounging. But you're just, strolling. you're just, you're
1: shorty. So that's why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you just walk super fast ever since high school. I don't know what it was. I reckon? You'll just be sprinting to class and I'm like. Girl, relax. <laughs> I was ready for
1: the education. That's why.
0: The way you just like sprint to class and I'm like, it is not that serious. We're gonna get there. We're gonna make it. Yo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, no, before yeah. before we get into it, into mm-hmm. it, we're gonna play my favorite game. Okay. <laughs> I've been okay. playing this game with um some other people that have come on to Guest star on the podcast, yeah. So, you already know what game this is. We're about to play Never Have I Ever oh, no. <laughs> from Flex Mommy's Flex Factory Store. Never Have I Ever card game. You already know it's my favorite game out Wait, of have we, anything. Have we
1: done this one before?
0: Yeah, we have, but yeah. that was a long time ago. The last time we played was like 2020, was that with all the girls? yeah, that was 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my first question, mm-hmm. never have I ever had a paranormal experience? I have. <gasps> Tell me. Um, I don't think I've ever told you this story before. Yeah, I don't think so. I've never heard you talk about anything like having like a paranormal experience before.
1: Yeah. So I had one when I was really, really small with my um, grandpa that passed away when I was like around mm. three years old. I, um, the, I think it was the week or it was somewhere around his time of death or he had passed away already, but we didn't know. Um, and I woke up in the middle of the night to him being at the bottom of my bed. Facts. Um, but it that was very, very peaceful. Like I wasn't scared. He was just kind of there to be there. And I didn't, I didn't really know what was happening or going on and stuff. Um, and I didn't really know my grandpa too well because I was so small when he passed away.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And he was in South Africa. But I, I remember that so distinctly because I remember I, mum even remembers because apparently the next morning or something, I spoke to her about it.
0: Yeah, that's so crazy. Because yeah. like that happened to me when I was three. Yeah. And my, my grandma passed away. And it confused me so much because I didn't understand the concept of, like, passing away. Yeah, you don't. So, yeah, yeah, so when they were telling me, oh, like, you know, Grandma went to heaven and all this stuff, I was like, I saw her last night. What are you talking about? Your mom it was confusing. Your was like, yeah. No, no literally that, that week it happened to mum as well. Then Because at first I thought I was crazy. Yeah. And then mum also like had that experience. And That's crazy. Yeah. But I for real like didn't
1: think it – I thought it was reality. I was confused a bit but yeah, I thought I – like I feel like yeah. as a child the chances of you experiencing something like that are so much bigger just because your energy is so – pure like and and I feel like I mean that's a whole nother subject going into (laughs) life and stuff like that but um yeah I feel like that's really interesting um yeah and then the second time where I experienced something really weird was a few years ago when I was with my ex and we were laying in bed it was like maybe like two o'clock in the morning I don't know we I was so fast asleep and I woke up to this really creepy looking female figure girl by kind of like standing <laughs> over me yeah and I like I remember I, I like opened my eyes and I was like oh I must be tripping out like it must be a shadow like I don't what am I looking at but then this like figure kept on trying to come closer to me Oh my god! So I obviously started freaking out, and just got like this this feeling that like this one wasn't good. Like I didn't want this one near me. Don't like, it was like not and like a. I didn't feel calm. I felt very yeah, pained. yeah. There's a difference. There's yeah. definitely a difference. Such a difference. And like I remember, I I woke my ex up at the time. and, Like I was like hitting him because I was like, what the fuck? Like I thought first at first I um had like sleep paralysis or something. Obviously wasn't that. Because I was moving and I was awake. Um, and then I, I nudged him to wake him up and he opened his eyes and he said he couldn't see anything. and I was just staring at this lady and I was like, but she's literally right in front of you, babe. like can you not can you not see her? Like she's literally trying oh to grab my me. God And he couldn't. so he just literally told me to close my eyes and just try to go back to sleep. Um. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, you and never I, told me that before. Yeah, I literally just closed my eyes and I was like, sunken into the bed, and I was just like, kept on repeating over and over again, like, please just leave me alone. Like, I don't want this. Just leave me alone. And yeah. then I fell asleep, and then woke up in the morning, and obviously everything was fine. But that the was way intense. you would
0: never see me in that house ever again.
1: Oh no, no, <laughs> I never, mean, like, ever. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was um that was that was pretty scary. I was pretty spooked by that one.
0: Damn! Oh my gosh. Okay, next <laughs> card. I want to have a whole paranormal episode. Just like we should ghost definitely stories. Definitely
1: do a paranormal episode. because I know Steffi has some. I
0: know she definitely does.
1: Yes. Because we, we had a paranormal experience
0: together. Girl, we were up with bruises. Yeah. Wait, don't don't tell it on this podcast. Okay, I will not tell it now. For the next one.
1: Coming but it soon.
0: was it was very <laughs> legit. We had physical like bruises to prove it what? but we'll yes yes i took oh. i took photos of it on my old snapchat but that was before snapchat like auto saved things
1: Oh damn! yeah but
0: i i remember putting it on my story it was hectic but anyway yeah right okay never have i ever tried to set up a friend with a family member
1: a friend with a family member. Yeah, I don't think I've done that. No, have I? I don't know. I actually don't think so. I don't think I've ever tried to set any like anyone up with my brother. That's like one of my good friends, or like anyone with my sister or anything like mm. that. Not that I can think of. I don't think I ever have. No. Hmm. Have you? I haven't, girl.
0: My brother's at five. <laughs> Start them early, you never know. I <laughs> know. I mean, what they're 14 now, yeah, they're 14, but they no, are I have
1: young men, they're not young, babies
0: anymore. No <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I haven't. I just feel like all my cousins are younger than me, like most of them are babies. Yeah, um,
1: you're like one of the older cousins, yeah, there.
0: there's only like three of us, like the big cousins,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, so. Hmm, I never have, but I feel like that's such a, like, me thing to do. Yeah, I feel
1: like if in the next few years my brother's still single, maybe, maybe, <laughs> we might venture down that, that way.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for playing my favourite game. I went easy on you because, you know, it's the potty. I know, I
1: thought you were going to ask me some, like, hell juicy questions. I was getting no. nervous. No, maybe
0: um, Kiki with Kanya
1: after dark. We can- yes. yeah.
0: <laughs> Keep it PG for now. Yeah. Keep it clean for the kids. Okay, let's get right into it. I brought Chloe in today because she did one of, like, the crazy, not crazy, but, like, very adulting type of things, which is pivoting. After pivoting careers, after investing all this time in a chosen career that I feel like since high school, you kind of like mentioned
1: yeah, wanting wanted to, to get do. into
0: it. Yeah. And I feel like that's one of the most grown up things that I've, what well, one of them, one of my my friends are pregnant right now. So yeah, one of I the know.
1: Most, Everyone's getting old.
0: <laughs> yeah. So one of the most grown up things that I've witnessed my friends do is pivot and I wanted to kind of talk about careers and just that journey. Um, so I won't do too much spoiling. Yes. Um, <laughs> but my first question is, when we were in high school, did you always – have an idea of what you wanted to do in the future. This is like early days. Cause I only remember you saying like later on that, you know, you wanted to go into that specific career path. But yeah. what about like, like early
1: days of high school? So like early days of high school, I always wanted to be a veterinarian. Mm. That was like my goal, my aspiration. Animals. Oh for yeah, life. I remember. Um, until I realized what in entails in that job, and that means cutting open animals. Yeah. Mm. I just freaked out and was just like, you know what, not really a career choice for me. I love animals. I mean, I've got my beautiful cat.
0: Very, very Um, beautiful.
1: But no, I couldn't do that. And then probably around year 10, I'd say I kind of had a little inkling that I wanted to do nursing or something in that field. But I definitely at that point had made my mind up on wanting to do um, air hostessing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think I was pretty set in high school in year 10 on chasing that dream. Um, I still continued with my ATAR obviously. So I wanted to get into university. I was going to do a bachelor of arts in university and hospitality to venture me into, um, more of a tourism kind of industry. Cause, I loved people, I loved travelling, I always thought that would be something that I would love doing and um, from a young age, I've always been quite independent, very comfortable with doing my own thing. Um, But yeah, I'd say, yeah, from year 10, I, I think I made my mind up that I wanted to get into that hospitality tourism industry.
0: Yeah. And it's crazy, like a lot of girls I talk to kind of make up their mind really early, or maybe not make up their mind, but they start really seriously thinking about it, like from a very, very early age. Well, I feel Whereas, like, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I feel like with girls, this sounds so horrible, but like um, with girls, when you kind of are hitting those last few years of high school, like just even straight out of high school, even with things like that, you feel a lot of pressure to kind of, maybe even boys, like I don't know. I'm not a male, so I wouldn't know, but just being at that age, you have a lot of pressure to kind of decide at that point what you want to do with your life. Um, And obviously one thing that I have learned about that is that you don't, you don't really need to, like it's not the end of the world mm. if you don't know what you're going to do straight after high school. Like go enjoy a leap year, go have fun. A leap year? <laughs> go what? A leap A gap year? A gap year? <laughs> a gap year. Gap year. Not a Talk leap year. About leap year. A leap year? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I agree because even with my younger brothers, none of them have, like, a like a distinct career path that they want to take. But me at that age, I knew. Like, I was already, like, envisioning myself at which university I wanted to go yeah. to. And yeah. I really did feel that pressure. And I think especially as, like, a firstborn girl... Yeah, I really felt it, but yeah. my little brothers are out here. They still, they don't know yet. The and baby still. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's definitely yeah. okay, but it's when you compare it, it's just so different. Like me at the time, and like people around me, my age, were already like thinking about those things in yeah. a very serious way. Not yeah. just like oh, one day, like very serious. Like I want to go to this yeah. uni so I can do that, yeah. and then get like, to kind this of point.
1: Work your ass off to get to that point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So when you were completing your course to be an air hostess, did you ever have any doubts about like just being in that time in your life?
1: Um, I remember when we were in Sydney for ground school for um, Qantas, it was scary. That was the first time that I had been away out of home really for two months without seeing my family straight for two months. Um, It was definitely scary. But I was so excited, like, just the idea of traveling and meeting new people. I met a lot of, like, amazing people that I'm still friends with to this day um, that I used to fly with. And that's, like, what, five, how long ago now? How long have we been out of school? Six years? <laughs> <laughs> that is so long. Um, Yeah, so, like... still got friends from there and I think that's for me was what made it a lot easier is is the people that you meet during that um your journey of learning yeah um so yeah I mean there were moments where I I guess I doubted if I would be okay being away all the time which obviously you know was scary but no I think I, I think at that point I was was pretty confident in my decision and I, I knew the direction that I wanted to go in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned like being away from family was a bit hard sometimes. Yeah. Was there anything else that just like wasn't really great about not just like the kind of studying
1: process but when you started working? Um people you really see yeah you you rarely see a different side to people um, when you're around them all the time, and you you're quite literally with different people every shift. You never work with the same people, so um, even customers like you you deal with some some really interesting characters. So yeah,
0: and I could imagine like usually when you're like hosting people or serving people. It's only for like a very short amount of time. Yeah, like so at get, a restaurant. You, yeah. But on a plane, it's like I'm. I could be stuck with you for eight hours. Yeah. And yeah. So
1: You're like basically yeah. condensed in a tube with like what uh, two hundred people that you don't know. Um, people on the flight might be upset, angry. People that you're working with might just be in a really shitty mood, and you've got to deal with them. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like you. It definitely taught me to have a lot of patience, like I think my patience is like crazy now. I have a lot of patience for people. Mm. Um, but yeah, it definitely teaches you a lot a lot of how to handle people and the different type of people that are around
0: so what was a highlight, like something that you kind of miss about
1: flying? I miss working with my friends a lot, mm-hmm. like. Uh, a few of my friends are still flying at the moment, so they're back to flying, and they're constantly telling me, like, "Oh my god, so and so, I saw them on the plane," and they asked about you. Like everyone's talk- like asking about you, and I'm just like, "Oh, like I'm, I really do miss that, and I, I do miss the job and working with all those amazing people." But yeah, it's just it's a it's a whole different career and a whole different lifestyle. Yeah. Being, like, in and out of yeah, having, having your, like, hometown. Pick up your life and go do what you got to do and just go, you know? Especially
0: because I think sometimes you would get, like, random shifts. Yeah. And then it's, like, that night you could be just out of the state.
1: <laughs> yeah, super random. Like, when you're on call um, because of the type of contract I was on, when you're on call – on those days, you only, they only need to give you two hours notice um, wow. to get to the airport. So, yeah, if you, I mean, you can always call in sick and stuff like that, but I guess that's not good work ethic to always be calling in sick and stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, that that was the part that kind of started to get to me. I felt like I was missing out on a lot of things just because of how mm. erratic it can be at times.
0: And I feel like that time, like, sometimes it was hard to, like, plan catch-ups as well.
1: Oh, yeah. It was you just, like, like,
0: wouldn't know.
1: Yeah, it was, like, I hardly was seeing, like, all my friends at this point. Um, it Just life was, like, too busy. I felt like there was – I didn't have enough time. And when I did have time, it was never like I was in Perth. When I had that free time, I was in another yeah. city. Um, Because whenever you're home, you're catching up on, like, everything you're doing your appointments I'm going to go see my family I'm spending time with my nephew and then I'm trying to fit in as many friends as I can see in that time and at the time when I was flying also I had a boyfriend so it was just a lot
0: yeah but you tried friend you tr- you really did try I was I was still seeing you we had our catch-ups we did even though it was like I might cancel because <laughs> I might have to go to work <laughs> yeah made it work I I don't think you ever had to I think on my birthday
1: yeah always would try and schedule it for a day that I would know 100% I had off
0: yeah because I think the only issue was on my birthday when you would get called in but then luckily you got like an early shift I don't know how to even say it in in flight language but you came back to Perth in the afternoon so you could make it Yes. But it was, like, an issue of not knowing if you were going to come back in the afternoon or if you were going to catch, like, a later flight. Yeah. And that, yeah, like, stuff like that, I
1: remember, like, it made it hard to, like, see you. And yeah. things are always, like, yeah. uncertain. Like, it was, like, I might be back at this time or, you know, you just you never really know. And if I was yeah. on a few, like, on-call days, like, in a row, I could be sent out for a three-day trip or I could do morning runs or I could you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. you, you never know. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just like cause we've never really like talked about that whole experience like properly. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, looking back, it's like, damn, like even when I was a casual worker, um, with like retail. No, not even retail. When I was like a super, super casual worker who was like on call all the time, I didn't have like a proper schedule. Um, When I would like just get the call at 7am or like 5am sometimes to ask if I can come in, even that was stressful and I wasn't needing to like get to the airport and like fly to a different location.
1: So... Yeah. I definitely don't miss getting a call at 2 o'clock in the morning waking me oh up for gosh. like a 5 a.m. or like a 4 a.m. morning run. I definitely yeah. don't miss that, <laughs> the anxiety. Like I only recently got out of the habit um, since being a bit lucky of not sleeping with my phone on my bed mm. Um, because when I was flying, it was such a habit to make sure my phone was on the bed because if I didn't hear, my phone would be vibrating. So at least, at least I would hear if my yeah. phone was ringing. Which is so bad because you really shouldn't sleep with your phone next to your head. It's not a good thing to do. Um, So yeah, it's like little things like that that now I'm only breaking the habit from from flying.
0: Damn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just thinking because that was like so long ago, and like it's still like a habit that you had to kind of break.
1: Got literally drilled into me.
0: Yeah, it's just so stressful. Like, even that short amount of time I worked that job where I'd get early morning calls, it's, like, it's just not sustainable for a long time.
1: Like, it's very hard. And you um, feel your body. Like, your, mm-hmm. your body takes a lot of that.
0: Yeah. I have some flight attendant-specific questions that my hair lady helped me come up with. Oh, I love that. So... <laughs> Yeah, when I was getting my hair done, I was,
1: like, writing all these questions. Also, can we just take a second to acknowledge how bomb your hair looks at the moment? Girl, she really did that. She, thank you. Yeah, it looks incredible. I love it. If you're listening,
0: thank you, Hair Play by Feed. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so my questions are, or our questions, because we're nosy, about the whole lifestyle. Um, yes. Yeah. How do you decide who sleeps when? Like,
1: how do you arrange... Your breaks. So it the planes kind of divided into halves, right? So on most planes, there's like a business, and then there's economy. Mm-hmm. Um, the planes that I worked on, anyway. Um, so business would sort their own times out. It usually went in. So <laughs> airlines work in higher hierarchy. So there's a the longer you've been in an airline, the more authority you get over everyone. Mm -hmm. so they're your seniors um they usually get to choose when they go on their breaks first if you get really nice crew which you genuinely do out of Perth, um it's just like a conversation in um when when breaks are coming around everyone will just be like oh who wants to go on the first break or who wants to go second I usually like to go second break just purely because it was closer to the end of the flight and you kind of just get to rest um like before you land yeah. I, I kind of liked that, um, and a lot of the senior crew like to be on the first break. So it just it just depends, really. Like, mm. you, and your breaks aren't long; like it's like a thirty minute break or an hour break, and you got to be back on your feet. Um, and the breaks are just in like a little, little, um, curtained off section of the plane at the back. Like it's just four seats that they've just got a little oh. curtain, and they just pull it over, and you sit in there and you eat your crew meal. Or you can eat whatever food you brought onto the plane, but yeah.
0: It's interesting. I, I wonder what it would be for
1: like like a twelve hour flight. Like how So those international, um yeah. they have a crew rest like a cabin almost. And that's mm-hmm. in what either of the galleys. Mm-hmm. A galley's like those kitchens, you know, at the end of the beginning oh, of the plane. Yes, now. yes, 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 yes. So that's called the galleys. Um yeah there's either like a little door there that you can open and then you go into like a room with beds, but we because I was domestically flying, our flights weren't technically long enough for us to be on a break for that long, yeah, yeah even though sense. you work long days, but it's there's different you're not you're not sitting on a plane for the entire journey of what ten hours or something like that, yeah,
0: okay, my next question is do you bring your own
1: food or do you eat the plain food you personally what did you do me personally I used to literally just eat the plain food I did not care (laughs) I used to just be like oh yes bangers and mash (laughs) sure
0: can you bring your own food though
1: it would be different your own food um yeah, there's no issue with you bringing your own food. Obviously, it has to be within like the airline guidelines. You can't take fruit and stuff like that on the plane. Why? Um, because of bio stuff? I don't Okay. okay. You know, <laughs> transporting <laughs> microorganisms. I don't know. Okay. Yep, bio um, stuff. <laughs> but like a cooked meal, yeah, you could easily take that in a Tupperware container onto the plane with you and you can eat that. Yeah. A lot of a lot of the girls and guys do do that, but um I just could not be bothered organising my life like that. And they <laughs> they um already um do that for you. So there was literally no need for me to do that. It was perfectly fine.
0: Okay, this is my, my big question. Very, very, very huge question that I just really need answered. I've okay. never bothered to Google it, but it's always been on my mind. Go for it. Is the middle seat smaller than the no. two outside seats? Are you no. sure because I
1: swear. Well, not not that I know of. No, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're all the same size. The only um seats that offer more legroom are usually the aisle seats. Um not aisle seats. Um mm. the um are oh, the front ones? Exit. exit yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the um the the seat's right at the front of the plane where yeah. most um, mums with babies or dads with babies are seated because it's got a little um, like a basket that you can put mm. the babies in. Um, but, no, the seats are all the same sizes unless you go up into business or first class. They're literally okay. all exactly the same. So it's a conspiracy. I think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> I don't think it's any different. I think it might feel a little bit like squishier because you have not as much arm room.
0: Yeah, true.
1: So it probably comes, like, feels that way. But, yeah, no. Okay, this one might be a
0: secret. It might be something you can't share. But are there any code words that you guys had? Um,
1: we did. There were a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we used a lot of code words. I probably can't say them. Yeah, that's um, okay. But a lot of code words are used over the phone when we're talking to pilots, if we ever need to go into the flight deck or like little things like that, that obviously um, passengers aren't allowed to know at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like little passwords that are very discreet that we will all use. Um uh, there was also I'm trying to remember the name of it, but when there's like the a hottest person on board, we used to play that game all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, I totally blanked on what it like the acronym for it is called, but um, yeah, there was that little fun code word, and we kind of use it every now and then, which was good fun. But oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, we're coming up to one of my favorite, like, little segments. Not really a segment. It's just a thing that I like to do. Um, Every week I like to share my favorite song of the week, which I like to call the bop of the week or the bopiana of the week. So I just want to ask you, what is your favorite song of
1: the week or what is your bop of the week? My bop of the week. Ooh. Ooh. I've been, like, loving my very slow kind of R&B, of course. Mm -hmm. Always. She's an R&B girl. I'm an R&B girl. Um, I've been really loving Snow Allegra at the moment. Love her. So I'd probably say, like, whoa or, like, I want you around or one of those bobs. I I love Snow.
0: It's just, like... Sunday morning vibes, like that whole album. I forget the it's those feels. It's that, uh, I think
1: those feels. Yeah, those feels. Yes,
0: yeah, that, that one. one. I I love that one for when I'm having like a chill day or if I'm driving oh. in the morning. I don't know. It's like if early morning vibes. Such a good,
1: such a good mood. Like I think yeah just like emits so much love in her. Like her music is just.
0: And I really am an island, not an island girl. <laughs> and I am a girl. I'm an album girl. I love listening to a full album and uh those feels is definitely like one of those for me 100%. What would you um, say yours is, girl? My bop of the week is everything, Kaylani.
1: Oh. That was going to be my second one. Kehlani's yeah, like.
0: Everything. Um yeah, and I think because I was listening to her interviews about like um, her new album and all that stuff and hearing where a lot of these songs are coming from I'm like oh my gosh like she's she an artist. yeah she was just talking about how for the first time she's writing from like a like a loving place like she's writing about love and she truly feels it like so strongly um And she was talking about one of the songs. I forget what it was, but I thought it was so cool. Um, It was like a love song that she wrote at the time where she was not feeling that at all. It was kind of like a manifesting kind of song, like this is what I hope for and this is what I hope it would feel like. And now she's like it's special to her because she actually feels that now. Yeah, she's embodying
1: what she put out there.
0: I, I forget. I don't know if it's Melt. Or if it's like a different one on that album, have no idea. But like, I love listening to artists interviews because you get to really see a bit more about where their songs have come from in terms of their journey and, you know, where they were at when they were writing it. So I think everything is definitely my bop of the week. Um, I'm not familiar with that album as yet. But we get there. You know, well, it's, I take it's time. like progress
1: is good progress. Yeah,
0: I take time. But the last one, the last album, that 2020 album, that is definitely like forever on my heart.
1: <laughs> no, that, 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 me and you at Kehlani concert. Yeah. Loved, loved every moment of that night. <laughs> Still obsessed with Kehlani if you're listening. We love you so much.
0: We <laughs> love you very, very much. If you remember me, I was the girl at the Perth show <laughs> on the on the left side of the building, right at the front. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was so fun, and I I love that setting of a concert where it's like it people so aren't doing the crazy like mosh stuff and pushing everybody around.
1: We were literally standing so relaxed, right at the yeah, front of stage. R- like relaxed so right nice. at the front. No one was pushing us like it was just so
0: chill. I loved it.
1: Yeah, it was it was so much fun. That was the best concert I reckon.
0: Yeah, I really did enjoy it. And okay, my my next question. Let's get into it. Let's get deep Let's a little get bit. Deep. All right. <laughs> so, 2020 mm-hmm. that happened. Yes. Where did you see yourself career-wise after the pandemic? during that time where obviously people weren't really flying like that and if they were it was very very high priority flights yeah, yeah. but us regulars we we couldn't fly like that we got so squashed. yeah so where did you kind of see yourself coming out of that
1: so I remember the day where we all got told that we were still getting stood down from COVID um because I was on a flight with a few of my friends and we all got sent an email. Actually, it came over the news first and then we mm. got sent an email, which wasn't too great because we had customers coming up to us and talking to us about it before we even knew. Um, and I remember just feeling a sense of being scared um, because I honestly had no idea at that point. I thought I would be flying for a few more years. Um, and I guess no one knew how long that whole situation was going to last or what even was going on. So I remember I remember when we were in that period of lockdowns and I was not able to work, so I was on JobKeeper. Thank goodness for JobKeeper. Yeah, thank goodness. Um, and I remember just, like, sitting at home and just, like, being like, what am I doing with my life? Like, this is so confusing. This is so scary. Like... I'm probably never going to be able to go back to flying. And then also in that time I was reconsidering if I did want to go back to flying because I didn't want to have to go through all of that again. Um, But um, yeah, I was very, very unsure on what direction I was going to be heading in next. Uh, I literally had no idea until maybe end of, last year where no, I was, was. Yep. where I was like you know what I need to kind of get back on the bandwagon and do something for myself and then that's when I decided to um, venture into nursing at uni because I obviously through school had gotten really good at task school so I knew I could get into university because I'd already been accepted into this university um so I went to uni for a semester doing nursing with the hopes of uh, furthering my career and doing another degree in uh, midwifery. But after the first sem of nursing, I realized that that again was not for me. Um, so I went through the whole, oh my God, what I'm going to do with my life all over again. Um, I mean, during this time, I also picked up some part-time work. I was working at a cafe a little bit, which was good. So, you know, I was making a little bit of extra money, um, which most of the cabin crew community was doing also. Everyone was kind of just going into hospitality for the meantime. And then, and no beginning, was it? Yeah, the beginning of last year, I think I had decided that I didn't want to fly anymore and that's why I did nursing. Yeah. Um, and then I ventured into, after nursing, I ventured into my own business and I started my own business, which was really awesome. I was a part of that for six months, um, which was incredible and was definitely the biggest learning curve of what it entails being a business owner.
0: And can I just say it was it was so like, good to see you in a space that just seemed like it just fit and even though like um things didn't work out just like seeing you in a like a business entrepreneur setting I feel like you just seemed I don't know you seemed very much yourself and it was cool to just watch you come up with concepts or like go to that old studio to kind of um work on it and even coming to the launch event was just cool to see you in that kind of
1: um position or I don't know what to call it well I guess it kind of launched me more into that creator side of things which I always I always wanted to be a part of I mean during high school I was very into my arts and all that stuff. So being able to have my own business where I could be more creative with it definitely showed me what direction I want to head in the future. I definitely want to eventually have my own business again. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean everything is always a learning curve and there's definitely moments like where I didn't think that I would be fine. Um and definitely some like extremely scary moments, but I guess it all worked out in the end
0: (laughs) yeah we're gonna get to that we really are but it's just like it's amazing to see how you're so young but you've already like tried so many things and I think that is the whole point of your early 20s or we could even say your 20s in general it's to try things and learn and then have another go when you've maybe reevaluated things and learned a bit more, and then you can reapproach whatever it was you did earlier on. And I think it's so cool how you've gone into like your dream industry from when you're in high school and given that a go and then moved on to like doing your own business and coming out of that. And you're still like figuring things out, gave uni a go. And I feel like that's pretty much what your 20s are. It's just seeing what fits and oh, yeah, putting 100%. yourself out there, trying things out, um, which I think is awesome. Yeah. And during the lockdown times, you started having solo shoots in your house. She would get the, what is it? Like a bed sheet. And have <laughs> this whole photo shoot in her home. Yes, and you—you are the queen of the timer, the—the the camera. Oh, Self
1: timer was my best self-timer. friend. Self timer,
0: yes. All 100%. these photo shoots um, that you took did this inspire you to get into modeling? And if not, when
1: did you start thinking about modeling like seriously? So I really actually never wanted to get into modeling seriously at all. I still to this day don't take it a hundred percent seriously, which I probably should start doing more of. Um, But what, when, when we were in what, (laughs) just after high school, I started doing a little bit of random shoots with friends that would ask me just help out with like, I don't know, their uni product projects or, anything like that. So kind of started to find the groove for it then. And then, um, the way I got into modeling was actually through a friend. Um, she knew my agent and she was just like, I'm sending your photos to her. I don't care. Like you need to be in a model. Like you need to be with an agency. Um, and I was very, 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 very reluctant to do it until I was just like, you know what, I'm young. <laughs> Why not? Might as well go yeah. have some fun, make <laughs> money to look pretty. Um, so I went to the agency and they literally signed me up that day. And I guess from there, just been doing some modelling. And still, I guess, modelling is a side Gig for me. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, I will get to what I want to talk about. This girl just said it is a side gig. Okay, just remember that when I say what I need to say, we're gonna come back to this.
1: Because oh, I also have some other news for you, but I have some big news too.
0: Okay, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk, <laughs> but we'll get to that. We'll get to it.
1: Okay. <laughs> Also,
0: I just want to say, those friends that she was doing shoots for, I remember when I was trying to do my makeup business, she pulled through and she was my model for my makeup. Even though the products were poop, the products were (laughs) gross. um, (laughs) The products were – the way, like, we had to really finesse things because the primer – was just the primer had some color corrector in it and I didn't really realize until I put it on your face and it was green yeah. <laughs> and I'm like green color corrector does not work for brown skin that is not what we that use to color correct No, and no. that was a whole mess but she pulled through and she was my model guys yeah. and I remember even when I was on like a shoot for a friend And you came along and you were giving me, like, tips for posing and, like, how to position myself. Do you remember that? Who was that for? It was Albie. She wanted to, like, take photos for her um, Instagram. So she asked to do a shoot with me. This would have been
1: ages ago. Ages ago, (laughs) like year (laughs) 11 or year 12. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That would have (laughs) been a
0: lifetime ago. Yeah. Yeah, and you were like giving me like tips. She was out here retouching
1: my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, I definitely, I think still to that day, definitely have a passion for creative. Yes, outlets. and
0: even when we're on that shoot, I was like, "Girl, this should be you. Like, you should be modeling." And I remember my friend who's doing this show. She really was my like
1: biggest support during for board. modeling. Yeah.
0: Cause the way I've been telling this girl since high school, you have a face for modeling. You are so beautiful, and she's tall, but she's not like she's not like unattainable tall. I'm just like you know how some you're models You're just
1: a like, shorty. I'm just
0: regular. Because <laughs> you know the runway models are like super, super, super tall. Yeah, me as like, a regular girl.
1: Yeah, as a regular girl, I'm
0: like, I can't relate. But she's like in the middle. She's tall, but then she can still relate to us shorties. Yeah. So I was like, this girl, she needs to be somewhere, like Mm -hmm. modeling. Facts, period. Period. And I stood by my word and I stand by it till this day. This girl (laughs) needs to continue modeling whatever she
1: does. (laughs) I will try.
0: Okay. So what has
1: your favorite shoot been so far? Well, we already know the answer to. This one. We already yeah. know. So, My <laughs> shoot with um, Meshki that I did a few months ago was definitely the best shoot that I've ever done.
0: Meshki, guys. Yeah. And this girl says this is a side gig. I'm like, if you're booking Meshki and this isn't even like your main hustle, what would happen if this was your main hustle, like Vogue? yeah yeah like Vogue maybe what Fenty <laughs> Fenty a mm. whole Fenty model mm. yeah, yeah like it's it's so crazy and I feel like when something comes naturally to you I feel like a lot of times like you don't have to really look for it all the time yeah kind of I feel happening. like yeah, like, things will just fall into place, like, from um, your friend sending those photos of you to the agent yeah. and then you getting this, like, huge opportunity,
1: like, hundred. that is so I feel like crazy. Once you open, like, I'm not closed, obviously, to getting any job I take, whatever job, don't care. Like, it's just good fun. I've met so many amazing people through modelling also. Um, but I feel like once you open yourself to, self to the different possibilities that can happen, they kind of come your way.
0: Mm. Like,
1: you know what I mean? Like, I mean yes, you do have to put in work and stuff, but I feel like if you emit into the universe and just even talking to yourself every day that you're worth worthy of receiving good yeah. things. It yeah, kind of just, it just kinda of comes to you. But how yeah. did
0: you feel about Seeing yourself on a billboard or, like, just the outcome of that campaign because it was very big. Yeah, and it was big.
1: Two billboards in LA. Yeah. On a billboard, honey. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, I kind of still don't believe that I'm on a billboard in LA right now, yeah. um, which is insane. I think um for me the – the ricochet effects of doing the meshki shoot are still kind of coming. Mm. Um, you know, like I'm only now starting to get booked for some bigger jobs. Oh, girl, you're giving me chills. <laughs> so, like, meshki for me has just opened so many doors and so Amazing. many opportunities because it's just a it's. It, it's put my face out there so much more now. And um, so
0: much. Like, do you know how many people are driving past it right now and are probably like, who is that girl? Yeah. How right. can I get her on <laughs> my stuff? How can I get her to promote my thing, yeah. whatever it is? And,
1: and I think being a dark skinned girl with a mm-hmm. curvy body and curly Facts. hair, mm-hmm. it, I, it almost makes me feel so proud of myself from being Why that girl. <laughs> You're making me emotional right <laughs> now. <laughs> okay, but you know me. In high school, I oh. would never wear my hair straight. hmm Like, I would never show my body. Like, high school me was a total different me to me now. Yeah. And I feel like me being in a position now where there are so many other dark-skinned girls or young girls who see me are like, oh, my God, I can fucking do that too. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's yeah. really exciting.
0: No, you've um, really got me crying <laughs> because, like, it's just because I remember, like, literal conversations I like, would have about at school about just, like, just being different and having different bodies from, oh, like, everyone so who was at school, school. Yeah, right? And you like- were, like, you were the person that, like, not fully, but gave me the, like, the, the push to feel more comfortable to like, yeah. um, wear a swimsuit, like, yeah. right? Because, like literally, you both.
1: remember, like, the swimming carnivals? What we used to wear the shorts with the yep. full body swimsuit, we like, wore the what? shorts,
0: we wore the shorts at the school swimming carnival, like, you know, and like- yeah, like, the first time I ever wore like a swimsuit out, like, with. Even now I don't do it often, but the first time it was really really you who gave me that push because yeah. um you told me you were like I I wore like a, a swimsuit with no shorts for the first time. And I'm like, <laughs> "What?" And you told me cuz you went to the beach with like some of the girls from school. I know exactly when that And they then talking. Yeah. Yeah, and you told me you were like, "Yeah, like I I did it." And I was like I was like, "Damn, okay, if I can do it. I can try. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Um, so just that's why it's like emotional for me because it's like, you know, a girl who had similar struggles that I had in school. Yeah. And now she's now she's on a billboard like. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yes, it's, it's like crazy. I don't I
0: don't think people understand like how how much that means to the yeah. dark skinned
1: girls just yeah. to and see and just, someone. Yeah, it just shows that you can just, you can do it. Like, yeah, I never, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I still have my own insecurities and my own new insecurities now, but the amount that I've grown since high school is just unmatched. Like, even with you, like, the the amount of growth we've all gone through is insane. I don't think, what, 10 years ago we would have been looking at us now going, oh, my God, this is where we, that's where we're going to be in 10 years. Yeah, no. You know? Like, (laughs) not even, like, I'm not even talking, like, work-wise. I'm talking, like, mentally.
0: Yeah, Um, just, like... You know what I mean?
1: 100%. Like...
0: Like Yesterday I literally took like a mirror selfie just like in my undies. It didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it didn't go anywhere, but I was just like um coming out of the shower and like put on um like my undies and bras and stuff. And then I was like in the mirror I was like, "Wait, like you're beautiful. You're cute. Let's yeah. capture this moment." And, I, think and I would have never ever.
1: But I think in that's so important because I've kind of recently tried to change my mindset like that also. Mm. Like I have been very hard on myself lately um but I've kind of just like tried to consciously take the time out of my day to tell myself how worthy I am because like like the last few years have just been draining to say the least so like I feel like it's so important for everyone to take the time out of the day to just appreciate themselves and to like acknowledge how much you actually have been through and how far you have come um yeah it's good
0: yeah wow I'm just really like everything's like coming back like from that point right like the whole bikini point wearing
1: a swimsuit
0: to and I remember that I remember I remember
1: like not wanting to take those shorts off at that beach that day yeah um because I had stretch marks. I remember being in like what, yeah. what? year were we? I think like maybe year nine. Year nine, yeah. And I remember yeah. I had this little, little tushy bum that was nice and no. perky. Big <laughs> booty. <I> had... <laughs> <laughs> but I had um I had so many stretch marks from such a young age, and no one else. Yeah. Did. And I Me used too. to be so embarrassed of them. Yeah, me too. Now I'm girl. like, bitch. Look at my stretch mark ass. I don't care.
0: Yeah, like when you told me that, I was like, I was like, oh my god, other people have stretch marks. Like literally, yeah. I was like, other people have that. <laughs>
1: yeah, because you don't think like you. Just, yeah, you, you just don't see it. Everyone is constantly trying to cover up their imperfections, and it's just mm. not healthy. Yeah,
0: and you just you don't because my mum never really, so I didn't really like see it with her. The yeah. only time she had them was on her stomach when she was pregnant with my brothers. Yeah, but that still wasn't like something I could relate to because I'm like I'm not. She pregnant. carried <laughs> two whole human beings. Yeah, so like <laughs> yeah, and you'd never see anyone with stretch marks ever, and especially ever, like being that young. Time.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like
0: being young with stretch marks was a big
1: mental. it was battle. a big
0: thing, yeah, because yeah. already you feel like I have this huge butt and yeah. I already had boobs at the time, yeah, me too. Remember my chunkers, they were like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like already have boobs, already have butt, already yeah. have
1: thighs,
0: That's and bigger have already the stretch came marks a little bit earlier
1: than, yeah, I, than what most of the other girls did,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. and oh, is everything was just hide, hide, hide. as best as you can. Like the first sports carnival, um,
1: I literally did not swim. Like I didn't swim. Yeah, dude, I only swam in year seven and then after that I was in the hospitality and refused to and just did the coffee runs. Girl, that first
0: year I didn't um, because I didn't know if I could go without shorts Mm. and I just didn't want to risk it. So I was hoping that I would still be on my period yeah, um, and the amount of stress I had literally like extended my period so that on the day I was still on it and I couldn't swim anyway. Jeez. Yeah. That's how stressed out I was because I didn't know. And then when I saw like a bunch of other girls, I think I saw, um, like Josh's sister, oh yeah, yeah 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 Yeah, like she was wearing shorts and I was like okay that's that's a black girl she's wearing shorts and I was like okay other girls that aren't black are also wearing shorts I was like okay next year I'm gonna wear shorts I'm allowed to I can do it and then from then on like I just wore shorts every single year but that first year I was that stressed out
1: that I extended my period <laughs> oh man See, that's hectic that's just so crazy
0: yeah, dude. And now she's on billboards. Now she's on billboards, <laughs> baby. Yes. It's
1: a crazy full circle moment.
0: It's um it's honestly amazing and it's only the beginning. Like, yeah. that's the really like crazy part. That yeah. it really is only the beginning.
1: Yeah, well, I've got a very exciting shoot on Tuesday. Oh, I can't wait for you to tell me. I will ah. tell you. I will <laughs> message it to you. The podcast doesn't need to know yet.
0: Okay. So what would you tell the Chloe in 2020 who was in lockdown and couldn't fly? What advice would you give her?
1: Oh, man. 2020 Chloe was very confused, Chloe. And I'd mm-hmm. literally tell her everything will work out. Like, she wouldn't believe you. <laughs> literally keep going. <laughs> Just, yeah just keep going and you will come out such a happier girl because you know when people say everything's gonna
0: work out and you're in it and you're like please get out my face oh 100 <laughs> you're like shut up
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah I tell her to just keep going and I tell her to be more confident and proud of herself
0: because mm,
1: I, I didn't have enough of that in myself I mean, I definitely heard, I had such amazing support around me from, I mean, from you to like all my friends, to my family, but um, it's definitely a, a personal internal thing that you have to deal with kind of by yourself, but you figure it out. Yeah. Oh,
0: this has been such a cute chat. Just I know like,
1: this is the best. Looking I love back,
0: yes, yeah. I'm definitely gonna have you back. Cause there's oh. so, there's just so much that I feel like people could learn from you. Chloe's like an amazing girl. She's beautiful and has beautiful soul. Has so much wisdom, and I feel, <laughs> um, I feel like people could really learn from that. So, oh,
1: thank you. With that,
0: you. I have. A question. My last final request is for you to give us a self-care tip
1: for the week. A self-care tip for the week. Mm -hmm. Go put yourself in the shower. Yes. Have a nice, nice long shower. Mm -hmm. Put a face mask on. Mm -hmm. Light some candles. Yes. Have a glass of wine. Yes. And relax. If you're of age. If you're of age. If you're not of age, have a smoothie and put in a movie. That's PG and relax.
0: Yes. If you're of age and you've been advised it's okay for you to have alcohol, you can do that. You can
1: do that. (laughs) Got to put all the disclaimers. Just take it easy. Self-care. Just have a few moments in your day to just relax.
0: Thank you, Chloe. And I will personally – do that because I haven't done a face mask in, I don't know how long. If I don't know how long, it's been too long.
1: Yeah. Well, you better go do one tonight.
0: <laughs> yes. The fact that I have them saved, like I have them in the fridge for a special day, but that special day just isn't coming.
1: It's <laughs> arrived today.
0: It's It has arrived. So yeah, no, tonight, tonight when I come back from work, face mask, I've got to do it because Miss Chloe, she said I have to, so I'm <laughs> going to. So you guys have to as well. That's the self-care Everyone tip of the week. To. Everybody yes. listening to this, yes. do as she just said. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chloe. Where can people find you if you want to shout
1: out your uh, socials? You can find me on Instagram. It's just Chloe Manning underscore. Pretty Period. Simple. Just add me on Insta. <laughs> and that's all and it. if you're if you happen to be in LA and you see the Meshki campaign, oh yeah! If anyone sees the LA Meshki campaign, please send it through.
0: Yeah, send it through, please, because none of us live in LA, so
1: yeah. we can't see. I know, photo rising.
0: because the way I would be parked up there <laughs> as they're putting it up, just so I could be the first person to take a photo. I would do it's that. No, Ugh. facts. If you
1: ever get like a billboard situation here in Perth. Do you know I it's drive. meant to be on the um the Karen Up shopping center campaign? <gasps> what happened? I couldn't do it because I'm doing um my Pilates instructing at the moment and the day that the shoot was gonna be on was the day my exam is, so I had to oh. pass it up. Yeah. Dang. But it's okay. We'll get another one. It's
0: okay. There'll be more. I'm sure they'll need to update the billboards and all of that soon enough. So we're good. We're good. Yeah. It's Team Chloe, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> team Chloe. It's like it's like you're um like a model on America's Next Top Model, and I'm like it's Team Chloe. Team Chloe. <laughs> I've
1: never like all these people thinking I'm like a supermodel and I'm just here like I'm just a prof girl. <laughs>
0: a Perth girl that just happens to be on a billboard in LA, you know, yeah. whatever. Whatever. <laughs> okay, thank you again so much Chloe for being so on this episode. And thank you to everybody who has listened. Yeah. Have a blessed day.
1: Bye we'll guys.
0: See you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Kiki with Kanya. Make sure you follow me on all my social media. It's PK the baddest for literally everything. Remember, you are blessed to be a blessing, honey. And I will kiki with you next episode. Bye.